not as good as it used to be. I used to be Mr. Lulu higher. was played by uh, Bill Irwin. I know. Who You're was, a big fan of Bill Irwin. I'm I know that, I'm a huge Ian. Bill Irwin fan. And boy, how did... Hi, Mr. Noodle. Oh, God, I love Bill Irwin so much. He was somebody... What about Elmo? Do you love Elmo? Not really. No, it's fine. I oh, think he... Elmo says fuck off, Ian. Oh, wow. That's... Fuck you! Hi everybody, welcome to Sneaky Dragon, I'm Ian Boothby. And this is my partner on the show, David Mittens. Hello everyone, I'm hey. David Edrick. I have changed my last name to Mittens though. Yep. I le- had it legally changed last week. I was going to talk about it in the show, but I forgot to mention it. Mm-hmm. I was planning and to do this And you also had thing. yourself fixed last week. <laughs> I got myself neutered and spayed. Oh, both. Did both of them, yeah. Oh, yeah. normally you don't do both. And humans, it involves the ass. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was kind of... Most things do. <laughs> it's true. Even if it's just sitting and, on it. As I like to say, it all comes out in the end. Ooh. <laughs> mm, there we go. Again, always a good idea to skip the first 10 minutes of the show. <laughs> never a good idea to yep. skip the first always 10 minutes of the show. Always a good idea. This is the freshest part of the show. I have noticed that. Yeah. Listen to the Because I know we do the show. You we never do hear, do the show. You never hear it again. No. I, however, have to go through the absolute torment of listening to my voice and your voice. Your voice no, is much I more pleasant than mine. I do the show and then I try to drink it out of my head. This has uh, been established by someone who told me that your voice is very pleasant to listen to, mm. whereas mine makes them nervous. Right. Because this is how you... Let me play back your voice for okay, a second. Okay, sure. All right. My voice makes people nervous. <laughs> See, that's what you sound like. Well, it's weird. Once Most again, people don't know. Yeah. I gotta open this door because I feel so good. Yeah, no, yeah. you let let your cat in. Come on, get in here. All right. She doesn't want in. She wants out. I, no, they just want to have the option. Yeah, that's the thing. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So when you guys hear cats meowing, we're uh, like a good cat person, but you know, you know what I mean. I'm, I'm a bit of a chump i'm a bit of a sucker i'm a bit of a person that you know has to give attention when when i'm called by my cat <laughs> is that is that for your benefit or the cat's benefit who knows anymore <laughs> it's a codependent relationship it's probably bad for both of us but you know i love yeah. the little guy yeah um well, that's good i'm i'm glad as well so so uh, uh i have a very soothing voice is this what i'm hearing yeah you have apparently you have a soothing voice oh, okay and i make people nervous which Maybe. i don't know i you know to me I always thought that I had a nice, pleasing voice, but apparently, no. Prickly, <laughs> itchy-making. Itchy-making. S- Stressed-out-making. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, you know, what can I say? I uh, aim to not please. Well, uh, I have the kind of voice that makes my cat come into the room. That's there good. Go. That's good. Uh, I, uh, Our cat has moved back into the house. Oh, because oh, of the uh, coldness? The coldness is coming, It really has, says, like, uh, uh, we were saying this uh, when we were... Uh, outside uh, how uh like a, a month ago a month ago less yes. more less than a month ago mm-hmm. i was swimming outdoors mm-hmm. enjoying enjoying the great outdoors swimming and now uh get up and, and look at the uh, uh bird fountain bird fountain that doesn't sound right <laughs> bird bath and it's uh it's frozen over yeah. frozen over for yeah. crying out loud oh i know it's Ice. been really cold it's been really this cold is ridiculous it's been unseasonably it should, it should, cold it shouldn't go like within 20 days from mm-hmm. swim, swim to freeze, freeze. That's uh, that's like the day after tomorrow situation. Well, you remember that movie? 
I do remember that movie, but I'm just... People running from the cold. And then getting frozen by it. Right. Uh, when I was in New York, uh, bragging that I was just in New York, mm. uh, the weather was basically like, and again, I'm going to use... Um, I'm going to use like Celsius. So, you know, to hell with it if you don't like it. But it'd be like 30, it was 30 degrees one day. Yeah. And then the next day it was 12, which is a substantial difference. Yeah, yeah. It's like summer, not summer at all. And, uh, and saying that it was changing so quickly, it did feel like the day after tomorrow. And then people would always immediately go, well, I'll stay out of the library. Because that's where the big uh, thing happens, where people get frozen. They go to, they go hiding in the library. And that's where uh, they get attacked by the cold. I thought that's where he, I thought that's where Jake Gyllenhaal's character finds finds a like finds a place to stay though. Oh no, you're thinking about Ghostbusters where they find the uh, no. Old I'm not lady thinking about thing. Ghostbusters. I'm thinking about the movie. Are you the thinking day about after. American Pie where he fucks I'm, a pie? That's not Jake Gyllenhaal. You're thinking of of. Uh, Are you thinking Batman? Which, Are you thinking about Batman? No, I am. Now you're thinking about Batman. I am thinking about him now. All right, now look down. Is this your card? <laughs> <laughs> it is my card. I That's my business nothing. card you're holding. I don't know where you got it from. This is the second podcast we're doing today. So mm-hmm. like I'm I'm gooned. You're gooned? I'm gooned, yeah. Oh, I'm We I'm, talked about a movie for fan explainers that I'm not allowed to say. You can't say what it was. Because it's a surprise every next time. Week. That's right. And it's behind the green door. We talked about behind the green door <laughs> with Marilyn Chambers. <laughs> oh, I thought we were talking about uh, Rabbit. What's the Rabbit? What's that? What's what's Rabbit? Oh, the movie Rabbit. Yeah. Oh, with the Marilyn Chambers. Billy Crystal and Joan Rivers. Rabbit test. Oh, brother. (laughs) And also Jimmy J.J. Walker. He's also in it. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for playing. She wrote that and directed it, right? She did. Yes, she did. And it was the story of a the first pregnant man. First pregnant man. Yes. So you know, listen, listen, Junior with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Fuck off. That's right. You know, how dare throw, you throw Joan Rivers a couple of bo- bones? How dare you do it ever so slightly better than Joan Rivers did? I have not seen the film. I went I on a long uh, road trip when I was a child. How long was it? Uh, long uh, enough time for I think we we went through a couple of those activity books and we had pillows in the back. It was one of those where like okay, just trying to give the kids as much stuff as possible. Yeah, yeah. And then we kind of ran out of stuff <laughs> in the half. And hour. my mom had. Uh, because she was uh, pregnant at the time oh. with my sister Dale, though we didn't know her name was Dale yet, mm. um, and she had Joan Rivers' book "Having a Baby Can Be a Scream," and uh, <laughs> and I I wanted to read it, so I read that book for most of the uh, trip. Uh, okay, was it good? I don't know. Oh, it, was, uh, it seemed to be funny. Sure, it was all right for that. Sure, and I think like Rabbit Test was around the same time. Yeah, I guess maybe she had her daughter at that time. Could be. Yeah, that's 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 possible. Mm-hmm. But I knew uh, Joan Rivers was uh, funny. I didn't know the difference between her and Phyllis Diller. I thought you didn't know the, the difference. I thought they were the same person because they were both people that would complain about being ugly, and mm. that was their uh, that was their jokes. Yeah, just and they would come out and go, "Let me tell you," and they'd uh, <laughs> tell you, and they'd really ad- aggressively address the crowd. Sure, yeah. they had to be aggressive. Sure, to be heard. Yeah, above the din. Uh, I always liked Joan Rivers. Me too. Phyllis Diller less so. I can see, I can see her appeal now. But as a kid, she seemed kind of vaguely threatening or something, like kind of mm. weird. It was interesting knowing, oh, that's what an unattractive person must look like, because she's telling me she is. Otherwise, <laughs> I would have no idea that she was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Guess, I guess it was a bit. She was also a bad driver. Oh, she really played up on on those uh, stereotypes of that time period. And her husband was Fang. Fang. That's, right. that's right, Fang. Fang. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So was that saying that her husband was like a dog or like her husband was a tough guy or what was the deal with like that? It was, yeah, it I think was we're fang. supposed to think of him as like a brute, like you're kind a of brute. typical. Okay, yeah, all right. yeah. 
you know, wearing, wearing his uh, tank top and, you know. Okay. They call them waste She doesn't sometimes. deserve any better, right? That's the whole thing. She deserves to be married to a brute. Is that her whole gimmick? I don't think that? that she deserves it. Does she talk about it? This is what I deserve. Well, uh, apparently Look she's, what the I most, earned. she's the most unattractive person in the world. So mm-hmm. she is just lucky to be married, right? So yeah. she was lucky to marry a guy named Fang. Is that the way it I went? Don't, I don't think it was quite like that. Okay, good. I'm glad. I think I think it was more that he's not very supportive. <laughs> That'd be funny if that was her whole act. Just like, hang on, a husband named Fang, and he's not very supportive emotionally. <laughs> we try to talk through our problems, and he listens, but I don't think he hears me. <laughs> I love it. This would have been better. That's this is right. better than her act. Or she scared the... He does the dishes in a passive-aggressive manner, <laughs> and I have to do them again. And I think he's just trying to do them so he doesn't have to do them all the time. And he recommends books to me, but I think they're to, to, to make me better. And i like, just accept me as I am. Also, I'm ugly. I had to put a pork chop around my neck so the dog would play with me. Back to my husband. I mean, we have a good sex life, but it could be more. Oh, that's great. Hard to complain. <laughs> I asked for a gerbil. He bought me a hamster. I, it's fine. I mean, I'm not one to complain. I'm incredibly ugly. <laughs> I was praying the other night, and God said, turn the other way. <laughs> I'm biting my lips. I'm trying not to laugh through your bit. Please. Yes. The last thing a comedian wants is <laughs> laughter. Well, the audience, the listeners are providing the laughter. I feel like I'm intruding okay. on their laughter. Sure. All right. Oh, that was very good. We've been through 410 episodes. That's the first time we've done a Phyllis Diller impression. <laughs> That's great. Okay. That was fantastic. Thank, Thank you for you that. Thank you so much. That Please made... do your Joan Rivers. <laughs> I do not have a Joan Rivers. I wish I wish I, I wish I could do that. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone, to disappoint oh, you. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> only... I'm also ugly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll only make the listeners nervous okay, if I do it, John fine. Rivers. Oh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Maybe you should do one of those suspense podcasts. Suspense. Yeah. Oh, or like the old radio show, mm-hmm. Suspense. I, yeah. I understand where you're going with that. Mm-hmm. That sounds fine. Yeah. yeah. It's good. I haven't listened to that show for a while, actually, but it's good. Where can you listen to said show? Well, if you go to a website called Old Time Radio okay. on, on the interweb, you will find a, a vast storehouse of... of uh, a vast storehouse? Yes. Of I assume it's a storehouse. Maybe it's just a virtual <laughs> server. But anyway, it's uh, yeah, it has all, all kinds of different uh, great and old radio shows. Almost radio shows are old, but lots of good ones. I mean, not all of them, because the ones that have come down to us were ones that were like transcribed or whatever they call it for... Okay. For, um, often, often for the armed services. Mm-hmm. So they would like record them onto a big record... Okay. And then that, that record. For our boys overseas. That's right. And then that would be sent to like the army radio station so they could play the play these shows for the for the troops. But other than that, there was no way of keeping these shows around. They didn't they weren't recorded. They went out live most of the most cases. I don't want you to think that I'm ignoring you, but in the time that we've been talking, we've yes. received like a couple of letters. A couple, really? Yeah, it's people saying more Phyllis Diller. <laughs> wow. I didn't realize the feedback was so instantaneous. This is not a live show. Also. No, it isn't. That's it's not going to come thing. out till Saturday. But I know. people, it was so fun that people are really enjoying. Or, yeah, they really they they heard the word on the street was word on the street. Okay, Phyllis, Phyllis Diller, Diller complaining about her passive aggressive husband Fang <laughs> is uh, really a real winner. He says he loves me, but he's not in love with me. <laughs> I just like that you also do the uh, the 
the cigarette. Remember, it was a cigarette holder. It wasn't yeah, a cigarette. cigarette holder. That's yeah. what I'm doing. I'm not doing a cigarette. Well, you're holding it right to your, your, your lips, so you can't. Well, I have to keep it far away from my face because I'm so ugly. I scare the cigarette. Because <laughs> when you have a cigarette holder, your, your fingers don't touch your mouth. Okay. Yeah. When you do that, you look like the penguin. Mwah, mm, That's Edward G. Robinson. That's not the I thought, penguin. I thought he played the penguin. Edward G. Robinson? Yeah. Burgess Meredith. Mwah. No, 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 no. <laughs> Quack. <laughs> yeah, he was the quacker. That's right. He dressed as a duck and he uh, fought Batman. He and his partner Cheese. It's weird that they ran out of uh, they ran out of actual Batman villains and just had to start making stuff up because they had so many celebrities doing things. Oh, is that right? Yeah, like uh, Art Carney. He was like the Archer. There's no uh, villain oh. Batman villain called the Archer. Yeah, there is. There's one on the, the TV show. That's right. Because played it's by, just the same. Played by Art Carney. Yeah, it's just the same. It but they mean would they... use the ones in the comics, is what I'm saying. Yeah. And they ran out. Like, uh, I'm trying to remember what uh, what uh, Liberace was. I think it might have been the maestro. Might okay. be right. But he had a, uh, a very masculine um, brother, I think, who was like a gangster. Okay. So he just played that character, too. Oh, he played that character as well? I believe so, yeah. Oh, that's a cool thing. And, of like course, that. Vincent Price was Egghead, which was not a character in the thing. And mm-hmm. Roddy McDowell mm-hmm. was Bookworm. Bookworm was a good good character. Roddy McDowell being, sorry, do you want this uh, Batman trivia? Because you're getting it. <laughs> being the only person who did uh, a voice, well, not technically. All right, uh, was the only person who did a voice of a villain in both the Batman uh, 60s show and the animated series, where he was also, um, uh, he was the Mad Hatter in the animated series. Okay. But then Adam West did do a little cameo, uh, or did a voice in uh, the animated series as well. Okay. Yeah, as the Grey Ghost. It was a very touching episode mm. where Bruce Wayne was a big fan of the TV show The Grey Ghost when he was a when he was a boy. So okay. He was inspired. Yeah. Uh, by the Grey Ghost, who's Adam West, which all made sense, and you all went, ah, we get it. It's yeah. nice. That's nice. I like it. Yeah, the Batman TV show much better than it should have been. Way better than nothing after that was as good. The end. <laughs> uh, that's how. That's that's the that's the uh, narrative that I hear from people as well. Yep. Things like the Mask of the Phantasm and, and mm. that really get comic book people excited, mm-hmm. and and I don't think that was way better than it should have been. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, surprisingly better. Well, you know, it kind of brings me back to my little point that I made when we've been talking about other superhero films is the importance of storyboards, mm. and not just I don't mean animatics. I don't mean the hack stuff that CGI artists put together for right. for movies. I mean actually having like a, the story editors storyboard out the whole film but not just like in pages in a book so that you can look through it so you know how to set up shots i mean you put the whole movie in front of you on boards okay you know like they do with anima- animated films yeah. where you put the whole movie there and so you can see like how it all flows like it's right in front of you like how it flows where it, what's where it's going and i think if you can make it physical you can see like you can see the problems that are going to crop up as you make the film. I don't, and I just feel like so many movies nowadays they don't, you know, they create they're trying to create this like very complicated story, very visual movies. Right. They have all the and but they don't they don't do it in a visual way. They don't do it like they really should be thinking about even a movie as like they're animators. Yep, because they're do they're doing animation, live action animation, basically when you're doing a superhero movie. Did you ever storyboard anything? Storyboard anything for anything. Did you ever storyboard any films you've made or shorts or things? And I'm going to say, yes, I think you did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. 
because uh, I remember we did a uh, a thing where we ran around a track, and I think you yeah, storyboarded that. That's right, I did storyboard that. But what was the What was the idea behind that? Like, I just remember running around a track for quite was, a while and going, "Like, I don't like doing this because it's too much <laughs> running." Also, I was like not a good runner. No, we didn't do a lot of running, but we did a bit too of running. Much. <laughs> it was for uh, it was we had to film an ad for uh, graphics. I had to film an ad for graphics class, so it was me and Tony. If you remember Tony, yeah, I don't want to say his last name for. Reasons of privacy. The tiger. Now that you've given that away, yes, it was. I was working in class with Tony the tiger. Yeah. And you know what he said about it? It was great. Oh. He really liked it. He said it, it like that. <laughs> well, he was a little more excited, but I don't want to. That'd be so funny if Tony the tiger was there. Hey, everybody, what are you eating? We're eating frosted flakes. That's great. Are you okay, Tony? <laughs> yeah. But you don't seem that excited about the cereal. Oh, you look. The fifth house I've hit today. <laughs> That's great. It's, it's great. Oh. By the next house. So hey, we're eating uh, Frosted Flakes. That's good. <laughs> good. Are you, are you okay, Tony? Look, so I just... I'm just, having a lot of trouble at home. and My, you know son, my son, Tony Jr., is sick. He's, uh, he's eating too much cereal. He should be eating meat, and I'm just giving him this stuff. And Do you guys know I'm also the voice of singing that Grinch song? Oh. You're, you're a mean one. He has the greatest name of Mr. all time, that, that guy. Oh, what's his name? Thoral Ravenscroft. Well, fuck off, Lorenzo Music. <laughs> Your name isn't the coolest anymore. No, it's a great name, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, and he was—he is. Like, his name was so cool. They accidentally left it off the credits for the for the Ooh, animated show. Yeah. Damn. Because so, he should have been in the credits, but he was. Left so out. Tony, who we will not name the last name of. Mm-hmm. Mark, uh, we will not <laughs> name the last name of. Another a, Tony. There was another Dave. There's another Dave, and there's another Tony. Yeah. yeah. So the idea was, I think it was a commercial for some kind of special string, and I don't remember the whole thing about it now, but uh, yeah, we were running around a track, and we broke through the string at the end of it. And that was ah, the, all right. That was the point of the ad, and that was so hard to do because we, <clears throat> we had to film an, an eight millimeter silent film. And then edit it with like the like a spl- I had to cut it, and splice it, and then I had to uh, add the soundtrack to it, but only it had to be played simultaneously as if as if it was a a sound movie in the nineteen in the nineteen like early thirties or like nineteen twenty nine, like it was a Vitagraph film or something. Like the movie was on a record that you start you know you had to start simultaneously with a film. Uh, so that's basically what I did, and then I I think we used uh, t- timeliness, but we used the Vangelis's theme for. Um, Chariots of Fire. Oh, of course you did. Yeah, but I, which is weird because we were talking just a couple minutes ago about the worst episode of Vernon and Shirley, which is mm-hmm. the final episode, and they use that, they use that as, as well, well. Yeah. Uh, when they all get possessed by ghosts and have to run around uh, uh, obstacles in their uh, to- apartment. Totally the inspiration from what I did. <laughs> yep. But yeah, so I drew out the storyboards for it, and well, they're very simple storyboards. Well, I think you. Sh- I mean, I think most people would do storyboards. I think car- most cartoonists would do a storyboard for a mm-hmm. for something they were drawing. I think. I've drawn many a storyboard, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, P- and my wife, Pia, has drawn them professionally. Yeah. For uh, like uh, Microsoft car- uh, cartoons, Microsoft commercials okay. and whatnot. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think it's good to, because, you know, you just kind of simply draw out the story and then you, you look at it and you go, oh, this is weak. Oh, man. So then you can cut that out and, yeah. and improve it or take it out entirely. Like, I just think that, because really, like, when people, I was talking to someone at work and I was talking about an animated movie that I'd seen. I can't remember what it was now. This is a while ago. So it might have been Zootopia. Something like that. Is that a movie, Zootopia? It is. And they went, and I said, oh, have you seen that? And they went, I don't see animated movies. And I said, well, you go to superhero movies, don't you? And they went, yeah. Those are animated movies. Yeah. They're like 60% see, animated. Did you see Star Wars? Yes. Yeah, you know that's not real, right? Yes. Most of that. It's animated. Like, there's lots of animated characters in these things. Like, 
the fight scenes are animated. The action scenes have animated elements to them. Yeah. Like, like that's a- animation. Like, that's interesting. That's interesting. Just people like, no, I'm not gonna see those. Yeah. Huh. Why? Yeah. It's like what. What? But like, I, do. I understand, like, yeah. I don't even say, like, back in the day, like, it was like, I'm not going to go see Fox and the Hound. Like, well, that's fair. <laughs> you're right. You're right to not see that. And you yeah. shouldn't go see Cars 2. Like, you're right. You shouldn't go see that. <laughs> but, you know, there's some anime movies. Yeah, like, Zootopia was good. Yeah. Like, that was a good movie. Uh, yeah. I mean, I remember us going to see The Great Most Detective. Mm-hmm. We were in our early 20s. Um, that was borderline. That was, like, one, just when things started to get a little better. Like, it was like... yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was one that people, oh, you know, this is all right. Yeah, and it was also interesting because it used computer animation. That's right. One, one of the first, first things, yeah, yeah, big scene with all the, the uh, cogs. The cogs, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it wasn't, like, obnoxious computer animation. It was, it was, it was, um, they basically kind of redrew the computer animation. Yes. Into the, or, or made the animation look like it look, was line, line art. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and if I'm remembering right, and you're going to go, no, it wasn't, but I think it was. <laughs> uh, uh Basil, uh, who is the great mouse detective, kind yeah. of Sherlock Holmes type, sure. and Radigan, who's yeah. the villain, the yes. Moriarty type. Yes. Uh, it, the subtext was they had a bit of a relationship. Like, they had friendship, but they had a, mm, there's something. There was this subtext. If you say so, it's been a while since I saw that movie, obviously. I'm saying they're fucking. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. If you say so. I'm saying they're fucking. Hmm. Yeah. It used to be called the Great Mouse Detective. Oh, yeah. by the way, they're fucking. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's called. And then they had to trim that bit because yeah. people weren't open to that back then. I didn't know the one they meant because they kept saying he's a bit of a, mo- a rat catcher, and yeah. I was like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I. If you say so, it's been a I, long I do, time. I do say so. I, I have a feeling, knowing you, that you've seen it since we saw it in the theater. I actually have. I watched it a couple of years ago. Yeah, I have not. It's good. Obviously, it still works. Does it still work? I'm there's glad some, you hear uh, that. There's some like uh, violence that you go like, wow. <laughs> Brutal. It's pretty okay. brutal. Okay. Yeah, that mouse I, got eaten I, by a cat. Like, I say that so rarely. Eaten. That was yikes. I say that so rarely when I and see I'm a, I'm not a big fan of things getting eaten. Why? I don't like that. Really? No, I don't like that. Don't How like do you live? Well, uh, I uh, I don't see them getting eaten alive. Oh, okay. The good things getting eaten alive, I don't like. Mm, okay. Okay. Dave, before yeah. we continue, sure. Uh, I got some Saskatchewan trivia for you. Okay, Saskatchewan trivia, everyone. This is what we were waiting for. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is a uh, just because right just now. because yeah just because I was looking up our things and this popped up all right because uh, we got we got letters coming later. we got letters Good. okay so Good. this is a term used in Saskatchewan okay okay and uh, you tell me what it is okay it's a bunny hug oh it's a kangaroo jacket or a what a hoodie what makes it uh, what makes it it uh, doesn't have a zipper. It has a pouch in the front. Yeah, like, you know, because it doesn't have the zipper. It has a little pouch. Yeah, very good. Good I, for knowing that. I have one of those. And you knew it was a bunny hug. Mm-hmm. Have you spent time in Saskatchewan? No. How did you find that out? Because I like looking up Canadian slang. Very nice. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. Do you know, here? here's a Canadian word that's not used outside of Canada. A parkade. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That You used to work in one. Yes, that's right. Interesting. Okay. Very good. No, that's the, all right, all right, okay. <laughs> I know, I'm looking at right. like uh, slang words that uh, Americans should know. They're Canadian slang words, but they're all like way too easy. Yeah. Yeah, this is a bunch of bullshit here. <laughs> like what? Like kerfuffle. Yeah, that seems weird, yeah. but it's true. They Shut don't up. use the word kerfuffle. Okay, this is one I'm not sure. Uh, hang- that's why they changed the Shakespeare play to Much Ado About Nothing. It originally was a big ker- kerfuffle about nothing. What does this mean? Hang a Larry. Hang a Larry. Hang, hang. Yeah. A Larry. I don't know. 
can't even right. think of what it would be. Is it okay? Before I before I answer, let me just or before I give up, let me just say, is it does it is it a reference to transportation? Like, is there transportation yes. involved in this? And let me let me say, there's. I'll give you another one that okay. is like uh, connected. Hang a Roger. Jeez. <laughs> oh, you got hang a Larry. Hang a Roger. There's a clue. There's a clue in there if you're listening. Hang a Larry. Yeah. And hang a Roger. Okay. So there we go. Those are the things. Hang a Larry. I, the transportation. Yeah, there's transportation. <sighs> so you're hanging. You're hanging a Larry. Yeah. How about this? I'll give you context. Okay. Hang a Larry after two blocks. Oh, so it's a left and then a Roger's a right. That's right. Oh, okay. Oh, I never heard that one before. Yep. Does it say where that's a, where that's used, where it's common usage? Is that in Saskatchewan as well? It does not say that oh, okay. at all. I thought you were still in the Saskatchewan thing, but you, you have given up on the Saskatchewan thing. Yeah, and they got parkade here, actually. There you go. Oh, yeah. There we go. Kerfuffle, of course, everyone would know. Uh, click, of course, everyone would know. That's a, no, that's good. Okay. Click, did you say? Yeah, click. What's a click? Oh, a kilometer. Okay, there you yeah, I go. Now we're on the trolley. <laughs> Okay, wait a second. Let me tell me. I'm gonna look up a bit more of this because I'm enjoying this now. Yeah, you know, we all we all have fun. We I always all... I always enjoy uh, Canadians' elaborate alcohol descriptions. You know, like uh, two fours and buying a twenty sixer and okay. getting what's a, a sh- what's a shit kicker, Dave? A boot. There you go. Now you're talking. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so fonsified. So fonsified. Yep. So S O P H O N S I F I E D. So fonsified. I have no idea. What is it? No longer hungry. Oh. You are no longer hungry. That is not, once again, not an expression on the West Coast. Darts. Darts. Yep. They're cigarettes. That's correct. Absolutely. Well done, you. Well done, you. Okay. That is an expression that was once used here on the West Coast. Yeah. They got Jesus Murphy. Okay. You know that? Okay, nope. It's weird when you discover things that you are so common feeling. Worst, worst case, Ontario. Worst case, Ontario. Yeah. Worst case scenario. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I was just trying to figure out why they threw in Ontario. But uh, when you biff something. When you punch it, I guess. Uh, you fall down. Oh, you fall down. Yeah, you biffed it. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. What, that's what you do. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. I like that one. Uh, what's the depth? D-E-P. Oh, the Depp is a Depanure, which is a corner store in uh, Quebec. That's absolutely correct. Well well done. Thank you. The rest of these are a little too easy. There we go. Freezies. Come on. Okay. <laughs> What's a jam buster? It's a donut. There you go. Well played you. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, what are what are the, the Habs? The Habs are uh, Les Habitants, the uh, uh, Montreal Canadiens hockey team. Nice. Well played. All right. Okay. Uh, what what do you call a girl? <laughs> what do you call a girl? What do you call a girl who frequents a hockey rink? Oh, whether they play hockey or not? A uh, rink rat. Well, a rink rat could be a male or female. Oh, okay. Who so spends this is most a... of their life at a hockey rink. Okay, I'm sorry. But so specifically, this is specifically, a lady a specific who frequents lady. a hockey rink. Oh, a I don't know what that would be. A puck bunny. A puck bunny. Oh, okay. Yeah. What are you called if uh, the Halifax community yeah. at large sure. knows who you are, Yeah, but the rest of the country does not know who you are? Okay. You are considered what? Uh, Halifax knows who you are. Sure. The rest of the country does not, but you are very well known in Halifax. What do you call it? Halifamous. Halifamous. <laughs> sure. 
There we are. I like the I like the I like the name for people from Halifax as well. Oh, what's that? Heligonians. Ah, cool. All right. I believe that's what they're called. I could be wrong. Okay. Uh, what's Cowtown? That is Calgary. What's the Peg? Winnipeg. Well done. <laughs> what's like, that? Uh, sorry, I'm just looking at like British. Oh, I see. Uh, 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 British California. That's British Columbia. British Columbia, yeah. Because we, we are the California of Canada. I guess so. Also, also called Lotus Land. Oh, I haven't heard it called Lotus Land in a long time. That used to be the, the name for us. Yeah, I understand that. I just, I have not uh, not heard that for, for quite some time. Well, the rest of the country discovered marijuana as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, I was telling my uh, Australian friends that uh, it's uh, legalized here, and they were very excited to come and visit. <laughs> yeah. What's a 2-4? A 2-4 is a 24 case of beer. Very nice. All right. Everything. Then uh, is it called a half half pack? That's 12, I think. Or half case. I can't remember what it's called now. There used to be a name for that. What's a word for someone uh, who tries hard to please others? Is overly enthusiastic. I don't know. That'd be keener. Oh, a keener. Okay, yeah, that's a that's a real word. It is. How about some? Oh no, I, what's that? It's probably pretty common. What is that? I was thinking of someone who uh, kind of hangs around the net, waiting waiting to get the puck fed to them, but doesn't do much in the way of defense or goal suck. What do we call a couch or a sofa? Chesterfield. That is correct. <laughs> my mom always called it a Chesterfield. Yeah, I've not heard it call, called that in a long time. I think my mom. My mum was old-fashioned that I way. Think we're, I think we're now out of Canadian slang. That's fine. You're welcome. That was fun. But what, about the, what about the Sask- Saskatchewan uh, trivia you were going to ask me? That was it. Oh, that was it. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought the, that was... Bunny Hug was the... Oh, the, the Bunny one, Hug was the it's only Because it's only in Saskatchewan yeah, that it's called yeah. a Bunny Hug. No, it's true. It's, right. in, it's interesting. I think it's... A, I like it, actually. I like it as a Bunny Hug. I wish I'd, uh, I wish I'd loaded up on this stuff before I went to New York. I would have had so much stuff to talk about. <laughs> it was fun. We were, uh, we were at a deli... Uh, uh, a couple of days ago, uh, two Australian friends, three friends from France, and then us two Canadians, and we're just loudly going, "How do we fix America?" <laughs> I'm sure, that was very pleasant for people in America. Yeah. Oh, people in America. Here's the thing. Uh, my wife does editorial cartoons as well as uh, she did a book called "Why the Last Man." So they were talking a little bit about that there. But she was also uh, had some prints of her editorial mm. cartoons. Yeah. And it was very, very crowded. Very crowded. We're at New York Comic Con. But people would walk by and they would gasp they, or they would just laugh out loud if it was something like about Trump or whatever. Yeah. They would just walk by and like, ha! They'd do that. <laughs> They'd do one of those. Like they would involuntarily laugh, like way too loud. And then they'd like grab their partner and tug their sleeves and bring them back. And I hope, sorry, doing that to your ears, people. Uh, and, uh, and, and then they would sometimes lean on the table and look at things. And sometimes they would shake. Sometimes they would shake. And uh, but almost every time they they just just go about like it's so hard it's so hard right now and I I hate looking at his face it's very <laughs> funny but I hate looking at his face wow. and and uh, the, sold a lot of them sold a lot of things yeah, yeah. but uh, but the and it was always like uh, please keep doing this please keep doing this please wow. keep doing this wow. which was very very encouraging that's nice but like their reaction was like oh you guys are like you can't get away from it like that we don't really realize that yeah like yeah. to us it's like ah, oh, you know maybe you had enough of that we can well, dip in and dip out dip yeah. in and dip out and it's like nope they just like every day just go like what's happening mm-hmm. what's happening this stupid oh that, that and that's and that's just you know the straight white folks going like this is annoying and like <laughs> if you're not that then holy shit like things just feel like you're falling up falling apart oh just like just just want to give so many hugs <laughs> 
Well, there's something to say about a man who his own his own Twitter feed feels like a parody. Like there's sometimes when I read things and I'm like, oh, this is like a joke one. Yeah, and I'm looking and I go, oh no, this is the actual. Well, one. this is the thing. Like I know, I know so he is having troubles now because everything happens so fast and is so over the top. Yeah. Where does the parody lie? Yeah, like, yeah. I've said to her, and again, if you guys want to rip this off, knock yourselves out. <laughs> I don't know how you could possibly do this, but I think the best way to probably parody Trump is to go create an environment where everything he says is true, and then like follow that to where it goes. <laughs> so like everything he says is true. So the yeah. people who are against him show that they're against him, like really against him. You're right. You're absolutely right. Everything he says is true. He knew nothing about this. He knew nothing. Oh, by the way, he is the least racist person. He is the least sexist person. This was all a big frame job. Yeah. Uh, people were like spying on him for forever. Like just do it all like, no, just accept that everything he says is absolutely true. And let's see where that goes because that would be such a bizarre universe to just play that all out. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd want to. Because the, the lies contradict the other lies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's well. That's good. I mean, it's great that Pia can provide people with a, an emotional outlet for it was for just this so stuff because it's so seeing, yeah. Well, because you sometimes you can feel alone in this in these sort of things, you know. So it's nice when you walk by and someone else is like, "Hey, I'm here. I understand." Yeah, and it was kind of I'm unexpected because they're looking at yeah. you know superhero stuff and fantasy stuff, and then it was just a little bit of a little bit of that. I think for years people are going to be like a mess. They're, I mean, years and years are going to be a mess and 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 not quite right. I I I'm, I'm I just want to oh I just want to hug people so much. <laughs> well, yeah. Make sure you ask permission before you. We legitimately are talking to a number of friends of ours that um, are in the states. We're like, no, you know how you say like, well, I'm going to move to Canada. I'm like. No, I'm going to move to Canada because if like if this happens again, we got to move. Yes, yeah. it's, it's not going to get better. Things are going to get really, really, really worse. And so yeah, we've got this kind of underground railroad set up. <laughs> it's just like here's how you do it. Here's how you get here. Here's how you do what. And it's like wow, wow. But it was still fun. It's still fun to go to New York. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Don't forget, if you move here, you have to spend uh, two years living in a more remote city before you're allowed to live in major centers. Is that right? Mm-hmm. What's a, how's how's that work? That's what they that's what people have to do. What if they're rich? You could just move uh, right to the big city if you're rich, right? No, you still have to live spend some time in Winnipeg or Saskatoon or Regina and stuff like that. It's true. What does that mean? How does that work? I want to move to uh, so they say like I want to move to Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to move to Vancouver. I'm renting some property in Vancouver. Okay, you can't live there. Got to go live in Winnipeg. Yeah, I guess Who's saying that. And who's throwing you into Winnipeg? Like, who's coming and, like, going, driving you to Winnipeg? How's that work? Yeah, that's... that's no, but I know you're saying, yeah, but how does that work? Yeah, I don't really understand. I don't know myself. But, yeah, like, there's lots of people who are leaving, like, they've spent their see, two if years... if you want to be a citizen, that would make yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. If you want okay. to be a citizen, yeah. So if you spend your... Like, once you become a citizen, you have to spend some time in these cities. I think what they're trying to do is keep the places like Toronto and Vancouver who are obviously becoming overpopulated mm-hmm. they're just trying to spread it out but the problem is of course is people just live for two years yeah in wherever and then as soon as the tears is up they just hightail it back to the coast or to toronto or whatever that. it makes sense to me yeah yeah but they just don't put roots down i mean i think they're hoping they'll put roots down in these cities and and become part of these cities but no they just want to head back to the coast if you had to live anywhere else in canada besides vancouver not vancouver but you're in all the world but like uh besides british columbia where would you live? i couldn't live in british columbia oh okay that's more difficult i was gonna <laughs> had an answer already um sorry everyone i'm pausing i guess i guess i would go the opposite of of here and, and live like uh pei you know 
You say it's the opposite, but it's not a million miles away. Like, cause you still got water. No, 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 it's about four thousand miles away. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it has the water, and but I think the the weather there is a lot <laughs> different yeah. than yeah. than here. I think it's a bit bit more bit colder. It it's, yeah, you're bit not colder, wrong. bit more snowy. The winters when they come, they will s- cover you up. Yeah, but whereas I, here we're the mildest uh, kind of mildest climate. Yeah, but I've always found. I've yeah. always found that I mean I'm not a person who doesn't like the cold. I really don't like the heat. Is where I is where I have problems mm. because as I like to say you can dress for the cold, but you can't undress for the heat mm. within reason. So that would be mine. What about you? What, where would you want to uh, wash up again? Yeah, that's a tough one. So you couldn't live in British Columbia. Yeah, I probably I probably oh probably Montreal. I'd probably live in Quebec. Have to learn French. Can't not learn French. Why Gotta not learn French? Why not? Why not? Yeah, can't get around. People there's speak there's English there's English enclaves in in, in Ugh, Montreal still. Rough. Oh, in Montreal? Yeah. Well, yeah. not a big enclave. What are you talking like? What a building? Like, like a half what, a block? West Island? Yeah. Uh, not a half a block. Like big areas. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. In fact, I was talking to. I haven't a, found that when I've been there. I was talking to a couple of gals from there, and they were saying like, there's one there. I don't know if it's West Island, but it might be Mont Mont Blanc. Okay. Where they have their own they have their own garbage service and stuff like that. Like they just really yeah. It's way. She said like. It's way more efficient. They they have like the best garbage service. They have, all, they have oh. the best of everything there because they just that's where the money is in the city, and it's mo- it's mostly English speaking uh, people that live in that area. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's cool. All right. And then they have there's a big Jewish community in Montreal, and that's that's an that's an Anglophone community. There's still parts of Montreal that are that are speaking that speak English primarily. Okay. Let's go visit there. Let's go. Uh, let's go tour. I would lo- I would love to visit Montreal. That's one of my one of my dream cities to visit. I'm looking, sorry, I was looking at a thing here. Uh, you were very nice and you helped me move my storage locker. You're welcome. I uh, appreciate that. Thank you. I thought I, and uh, one of the things I got here was I thought that uh, I had a report card. Okay. But I don't. It's uh, it's my student schedule. Oh. It's the classes I've got here. For what, what school? Burnsview. Burnsview is complicated because Burnsview is on a quarterly system, everyone. Mm-hmm. So we had three quarters, the, the final quarter being summer, I guess. And we also had to we got to pick our classes right yeah so you would pick and so the like the english classes which was kind of fun because the english classes would then would be broken up into two or three uh different units but then there'd be like theme specific ones like you could take a class horror or science fiction really yeah oh i don't remember that but okay cool so it was pretty great and then uh of course you had to do math and all that garbage my problem was because i was so uh rebellious Okay. Is that a word that I could use to describe myself? Uh, rebel, rebellious. I don't do a rebellious. I don't do authority well. Yeah. So I um, had to spend a lot of extra time in school, <laughs> a lot of extra time after school as well. Uh, I know it's hard to believe. It's very, me. very difficult for me. I am such an such an you know obviously, obviously law abiding citizen. But yeah, as a kid, I mean, it wasn't like bad things. I didn't think they were bad. Like I was late every day mm. because uh, school crime. St- well, no, crime? it's because when I went to elementary school, I could leave my home after the cartoons were over ah, and get to school. Thing is cartoons, you're but right. with when I started going to junior high school, we had to be there earlier, and I missed the end of the cartoon. So I would wait. I would still watch the cartoons till they're over, and then go to school. And I was late every day. Here's the thing, and I, they got mad at me over this because I was ten minutes late. Yeah, like, I, who cares? I think I sometimes do that too. And I've got to say this: uh, for a while, I've worked in cartoons, so I was doing the right thing. There you go. From, like yeah. to be honest, yeah. uh, cartoons were more important to me than your bullshit PE class. So yeah. uh, fuck off. Is well, it I wasn't said. even that. We were missing. I was missing homeroom. Mm. 
So oh, like, well, it was, like, that's nothing. Yeah, who cares? I mean, I can like go somewhere else and have people throw chalk at me. But but eventually, I had to stop. I had to stop doing it because it was just so much time I was spending after school sitting in the sitting in the detention. Right with the with rest pe- of the Breakfast Club. With the, it wasn't even a Breakfast Club. It was really more of like a deli club. Mm. I don't know. Oh, a nice deli club. Would be no, good. I don't. Can I tell you about the deli club I had in New too, York? It was delicious. How about this? They're sandwich. more like a bowling luncheon. By the club. way, sorry. Yeah. Let me just say this. Yeah. New York. New York. Sandwiches. Hell of a town. Fucking great sandwiches. Is that like right? You, yeah, you eat the sandwiches and go like, "This is an amazing sandwich." Hmm. We got. Uh, I do want to get back to your uh, thing, but That's I got to say go this on. quickly. Move along. Uh, we we found a place around the corner. Yeah, amazing sandwiches. We had these sandwiches. We're like, "Oh, this is so good." Yeah. We're like, you know what? We should bring one of these on the plane on the way home. You know, it'd be that'd be great because normally you got to like pay at Air Canada for like every damn meal now. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Pia went like, "Oh no, 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 we got a." Get a free meal on the way back because it's uh, the amount of hours, whatever, that you get a free meal. I'm like, oh, well, then I guess we shouldn't have a sandwich and then another sandwich because then yeah. you get to the border and you got to throw away your sandwich. They won't let you bring meat across the border. I'm like, okay, that's fine. We get on the Air Canada flight. We got to pay for our sandwiches. Garbage. Just what? I know, hot garbage. And we're like, we could have had these amazing sandwiches, and we're so yeah. mad. Anyway, go back to so, your story. So, what? what you, this amazing sandwich. Like, what made it amazing? Like, the bread was good. Bread was fantastic. What kind of uh, filling did it have? Was it a meat one? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was like a deli, deli kind of cold cuts, but like delicious. cold cuts, so good. Yeah, and like a cream cheese that was there, like a dill cream cheese was as well. Oh, on so on the sandwich as well. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh. By the way. Uh, side I note. Like, I like cream cheese on a sandwich. Let me tell. Let me tell you something. Yep. We we went out. And we we you and me. Uh, I'm I'm embarrassed to say we went and had a meal in between our podcast today. No, we have. To, I have to eat. I I work all day. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you I can't a, speak for a you. Delicious pizza. I had a little meat. Yeah, and a baked potato. Um, yes, you did. But now but. that I'm thinking about it, yes, more the fool I. Yeah. Uh, I found an amazing sandwich place that we've got to go to. Oh, okay. Well, I had a um. I had a Thanksgiving sandwich. Mm, it's a turkey sandwich with stuffing. With stuffing and they have uh, cranberry? cranberry. Yes. Oh, nice. So good. Did they put mayonnaise on it or milk, Miracle Whip or anything? Or do not? Well, they wouldn't put Miracle Whip on it. Why what, not? What are, you, what are you home? What are you at home? Because <laughs> I like Miracle Whip. I'm, I'm sure you do, but it's like good. no one's putting Miracle Whip on a sandwich at a at a restaurant. I know it's dumb. Why not? What? Okay, well you know that they don't. So why are you even asking me that question? Why? Why are you asking me that? Question I just because it's it's my shorthand. For... Ask me if they put Nutella on. Here's it. the thing. <laughs> My mom liked Miracle Miracle Whip. Okay, I'm I, not speaking. I grew about your mom. I grew up in a house okay. where mayonnaise didn't exist. Like we didn't, ne- we never had mayonnaise in the house. Yeah, we didn't either. Really. It was just Miracle Whip. Yeah, and that was what we had, and that's what I and I still like it. I think it's great. And anyone doesn't disagrees with me can go take a flying, you know, somewhere. Take a flying fuck at the moon, as Kurt Vonnegut <laughs> once said. That's what I was going to say. And that's I right. Changed my mind. Seems a little harsh. I for a play once. It was a Seemed Kurt Vonnegut play, and that was one of the lines. Happy birthday, to, Wanda June. That's absolutely correct. And I had to, I had to say that line in front yeah. of my uh, father because oh. I'm auditioning, yeah. and it was like that was interesting. That's cool. But you were swearing in context. I used to love that little bit of legalism at the dinner table. Oh, could you uh, could you get enough context to swear? Yeah, if I was repeating what someone else said. Because ah. I was saying, oh, I was talking about this guy, and, and he had said to me, "Fucking right." Ah, nice. And I said said that to him, and I said, "Okay, I'm going to swear, but it's in context." He said, "Fucking right." Right. Uh, uh, here we go. It's turkey and housemaid stuffing with cran- with a cranberry mayo. That's what we're looking at there. Cranberry mayo. Okay. Well, I like that sound. Yeah. Turkey and housemaid stuffing with cranberry mayo. Yeah. Oh, a large one is. Oh, 12. I thought it said 1850. I was like, <laughs> what kind of sandwich is this? Wow, that looks good. Yeah, it is good. We need to uh, go there. Hmm. What's it called? Oh, it's up there. Big Star. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
I'm into it. We'll do that next week. I didn't want to do a plug for it because they're not paying us. That's <laughs> fine. But yeah, next, next time we will. So here's my schedule. Oh, okay, let me schedule. hear your schedule. Okay. So I got French 303. French 303. I okay. got... Uh, this sounds like third. This sounds like your third quarter. I guess so. I got uh, that with uh, Holly. S. Holly. I'm not sure who that um, is. Mademoiselle Holly, yep. Okay. I got English 305. I mean, it was Madame That's Holly. with uh, S. Uh, Free, Freeberg. Uh, I got Sam... Uh, I mean... Stan Freeberg. That's right. That's right. Stan Freeberg. That's right. That's pretty good. You're a little rabbit. <laughs> um, then we got uh, Math 304. Why am I doing impressions on this one? Uh, math 304 with yeah. uh, G. Kovacs. Okay. Uh, I remember that was not very good. Uh, phys Ed. <laughs> math uh, math is always a letdown. W. Howard. Uh, well, Science 301 uh, with, uh, with uh, P. Catron. Uh, uh, That's a weird name. Uh, then I got Socials. You'd think like, oh. Get it with the... Moser or Godwin? You think so. No, I got uh, Lee. Got Lee for socials. Too oh. bad. C. Lee. Too bad. Uh, later became CeeLo Green. And uh, <laughs> popular singer. Then popular English singer. Uh, English uh, 112. Well, that seems wrong. With uh, G. Rybar. Remember hmm. any of these teachers? I do, do remember a couple, but... Uh, the, the next semester, I did get socials with Godwin. J. Godwin. Okay. Uh, then drama with uh, B. Haig. Uh, I never, took, I never took drama with uh, G Ward. Oh. Uh, we got oh, I got English with uh, with uh, Tipple. Oh, Mr. Uh, Tipple, yeah, Mr. Tipple. Is it his English? Yeah, one oh one oh one oh five. Why am I so behind in English? It's oh, weird. Well. Math three oh five with uh, J Maschuk, which I which I did like his class because at the end of the week he would always do like a little um, bonus question, and if yeah. you got it right, you got a dollar. It, the three hundred five doesn't mean that it's. It doesn't mean you're like in third grade versus first grade. It's uh, just. It might have. Those might have been first quarter classes that were being offered in the third quarter. Okay, they got French with uh, with uh, S Holly and uh, English with uh, J. Um, looks like Bagnall. Is that a thing? Maybe. Well, oh, anyway, yep. that's uh, those are my classes. Wow. There's my dad's work number. If you want to call my dad at work, <laughs> uh, you're going to be calling six zero four five two six. Four six one one. That is uh, Dominion Glass. Oh yeah, does not exist anymore. Doesn't, doesn't Fuck not that anymore. company. Those pieces, <laughs> Jerks. pieces of shit. Huh. Yeah, that's cool. I uh, I'm I'm not the sort of person who saved those th- those sort of things. So. No, I didn't think I was either. But apparently, <laughs> apparently I am. You, you know were. what? I think my mom saved these things, oh, and so okay. that's why I got like a load of them later. Yeah, I got like a bunch of programs here for plays I was in. Okay, let's. Like, what's, uh, what's all this wilderness. Ah, wilderness. But wait, 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 wait. Who is that? Uh, Wilder. That is Eugene O'Neill. Eugene O'Neill. That's right. Oh, very nice. Is there a review of it? No, it's just a little note here about like some award I won. Mm. Uh, I won uh, some Coquitlam Music Drama Festival award. Oh, well, good for me. Uh, yeah, no, Al Wilderness is. Yes, you're right. It's by Eugene O'Neill. Uh, that which is wrong. Which is different yeah. than anything else Eugene O'Neill did. Why? Why is it different from anything else Eugene O'Neill did? It's his only what? Is it a one-act play? It is not. It's a two-act play. Oh, two-act oh no, sorry. It is a three-act play. Three-act play, okay. Um, Please, uh, Different because the cast was naked during the play. Yes, we were all naked. I was 12, and uh, <laughs> I was naked. No, this is only comedy. Oh, it's a comedy? Yes. I didn't know. Th- I did not know that. I've never seen it. Yeah. I have seen uh, Morning Becomes Electra, and I've seen uh, The Iceman Cometh, but I've not seen... I think he did Morning Becomes Electra, right? I've not seen Strange Interlude by him either. 
I've only seen the Groucho Marx uh, parody of it. Now, here's a question. I got this. Uh, I was in a play called Where's Charlie? Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, which is... Charlie's aunt? A riff on Charlie's aunt, for, for right? And I'm trying to remember whether it was this play or Le Bourgeois Gentilhomme. Ah, but uh, that is Molière. Molière. Oui. <laughs> One of these two plays. Yes. I was in full, not brown face. Yeah. Because that would be bad taste. Mm. Brown body. Whole freaking from the waist did up. Did you wear like a stocking or were you actually like made up? With I the... was made up. We did wow. the whole damn thing. Wow. Every night had to like do the whole thing. And it was like some sort of chorus thing. I remember once I was so tired. I went to a friend's house and we both just collapsed in bed. And uh, I woke up the next day and it looked like we had shit the sheets. <laughs> And you look down and go, no. I was like, oh, right, because I'm in this weird stuff and I had to go shower it off. Huh. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if those pictures surface now, wouldn't be good. No. Would not be good. I don't advise you to run for any office. I, uh, I won't. Because, and just because, because of this. Yeah. That's, it, the, only, that's the only reason that's I, gonna I wouldn't. That's going to come up. It's going to come up. Seeing if... Uh, and no one's going to be happy. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Uh, and this is a program for... Uh, for a thing I did where I did the telltale heart. Us, I remember you doing that. That yep. would be... Okay, here's the thing. You saw me do that. Yeah. What year would you say that was? And this is going to make us sound incredibly old to uh, people that would think we're incredibly old. Uh, it must have been 84. That's exactly correct. That is exactly correct. And that's, Or one year of overlap at school. And that is... Um, I played a character called Man. <laughs> Man. There but you go. played the weren't you the main character in it? Yeah. You were the guy who buried the heart yes, in the floor. That's correct. And were tormented by it. I was. I had a neighbor. You that, did a good job. And that was Al Sog's dad, mm. who uh would later become my roommate yes. in real life. Sure. Uh and later become a principal of a school. Mm. Uh the, Wait, his brown face pictures come up. <laughs> um I think he might have yes, I think he was in the chorus mm-hmm. there with me. Yep, that is true. He was. Uh, uh, there was wife Susan Hopkins yep. plays wife. Okay, our friend uh, Wendy Bollard was visitor. Okay, she is now working as a life coach in England. Wow, as well as uh, working as an actor, she's great. Officer one, Jamie Doyle. <laughs> Officer two, Dean Benoit. Mm. And as a voice off to the side, once again, Al Sogstad doubling down. Wow, good for him. Multi, multi talented Al Sogstad. Yeah. Oh man, this is... he had a great voice. He did. I had a great voice. Yeah, I would. I would agree. Uh, yeah. Oh, geez. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I'm now. I have going a little. I have a little lane. problem with L, but that's okay. Okay. Because of his name. No, we wrote a sketch together. Then he presented it as his uh, his own work. Oh God. Okay. Which I didn't think was great. For 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 what? For footlights. But I wasn't in the. But you cast were any- the guy who would decide what goes on footlights. No, I wasn't in the cast anymore. I we just wrote it uh, outside of. Because I wasn't at school anymore, being footlights. Do you remember what the sketch was about? I think it was called Home Fires. I think he na- na- titled it Home Fires. Okay, and uh, I don't remember it now. It was something to do with someone phoning a house, and there was a lot of confusion. And okay. and El was such a he was so he had like this great voice, and he was really good at playing frustrated. Mm-hmm. So I'd always try and write parts f- for him to be frustrated in. And so I I basically came with the idea, and we wrote it together, and then he uh, presented it as his own, which I didn't think was uh, cricket. Okay. Fine. Let's uh, let's confront him. Let's confront him. Let's get him on the phone right now. <laughs> yes, let's Second. do that. All right, hold it. I got him on the phone. Here we go. Hey, Al. Yo. Hi, Al. <laughs> oh, what's going on? Uh, I'm not, just. I'm talk- so I don't think this is Al Sogstead, but okay. Anyway, I'm talking. Oh, is this Al Sogstead? No, it's not. This is Al's roommate, uh, Brad. Oh, could you get Al on the phone? 
Yeah, okay, hold it. Oh! See you! Okay. You'll be right here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye, everybody. It's me, Al. Mm. Oh, wow, Al, you got a beautiful voice. Yeah. You have the kind of voice that would not make anyone nervous. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Uh, what's going on? I'm well, like, we got a podcast going on, and Dave just yeah. wanted to say something to you. Uh, which Dave? You know, Dave from Footlights. There was two Daves. I know, I know, but you know, the one who left. Oh. The bossy one. Oh, that guy. <laughs> uh, what's he been up to? Well, we've been doing a podcast for about uh, 400 episodes. <laughs> What? Never mind. Okay, uh, Dave, uh, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put you on the phone okay. with Al. Okay. Hi, hi, Al. How's it going? I've always loved you. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, I've always thought highly of you too, Al. Oh, uh, I know I'm married. <laughs> I'm the principal of a school. Yes. But uh, wait, this is this going on the air? This is going on the air. Oh, huh? let's just keep it light then. Was... What's up, Dave? <laughs> well, Al, I just Ian. I told Ian I wanted to call. And What's with all the stammering? Dave? I wanted to. I wanted What's to. Are you okay? I wanted to tell you something else. Oh sure. Why don't you spit it out? Here's the thing. Okay. <laughs> what do you think of my beautiful voice? It's great, Al. I have a Thank beautiful voice. Thank you so much. I have to tell you. You're making me nervous. I Dave. know. I. Sound like I'm nervous, but your voice is really calming. Okay. Me. You, do, do you need really some calming. money? Are you okay? It sounds no, no, like I'm you're, you're going to ask me for some money. No, no. I'm not going to ask you for money. No, I'm no. on a principal salary. <laughs> Well, then you're doing pretty good. Okay. Is uh, that good? Do principals I don't make know. a lot of money? Depends what school you're at. Depends if you're crooked. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's yes. That's all they say, right? <laughs> well, that's I'm true not, enough. I'm not. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Al. Yes, sir. I just want to get serious for a minute. Please, let's get serious. <laughs> to get serious. I'm as serious as a principal. Okay. That's good. All right. Are what you, do you do for a living, Dave? Uh, I work for I work in a warehouse. Nice. Do you play spike ball? I do play spike ball. Oh, all right. You have a bit of a spike ball edge to your voice. Mm-hmm. I do. Thank Lovely. you. Lovely. All right. Go ahead. Uh, L. You don't talk about it on the air a lot, right? Playing spike ball? No, not enough. I think not enough? Not enough. Oh, okay. All right. You cannot talk enough about spike ball. All right. Fair enough. So, L, this is, this is the thing. This is where, this is you where say it. my name a lot like I've forgotten it. <laughs> it's, more, it's more for the audience. Oh, very good. Yeah. So now, L. Stop saying my name. <laughs> it sickens me. <laughs> Okay. I can't call you Al? You can't call me Al. Okay. So, Mr. Sogstad. Thank you. <laughs> it's just what the kids call me and I'm used to it. All right. Mr. Sogstad. Uh, please sit down. This is a little embarrassing you know for what me. You did. This is a little embarrassing All for right, me. All right, go ahead, please. So, I just want to say, I'm going to say it in one little go. Please, and then, just uh, spit it out. And then... I'm a very busy principal. <laughs> I just want to tell you, Al. Yes, yeah, sir. You did a great job in the footlights. Well, thank you very much. Well, I, I got to go. Great. Bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> oh. Gosh, that was too much for me. Hey, I, Dave, what, what happened? I just uh, you know, left to uh, yeah, use the washroom. Yeah. I had to go do well, a number four. <laughs> oh, so is the toilet broken? I need now to, it is. I need to use it. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, I talked Did to you tell him off? I told him off, yeah. I told him, I gave him my, I gave him my thoughts, my, 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 my words, my deeds. Okay. I just, no, I just gave him a piece of my mind. Oh, I'm really glad to hear that. And I really stood up for myself. Okay, good. Yeah. Hey, uh, Dave, I'm what? still on the line. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm in Mr. Sogstead. Uh... Yeah, you can. Sorry, I couldn't. Uh, I, I thought you hung up the phone, but it didn't hang up. Shoot, shoot. Um, hey, remember? Listen, yeah. Remember back when we were in uh, junior high school with Stan Freeberg? <laughs> yes, I do. Good old Stan Freeberg. Oh, do you do Dragon you know, Net for us? Oh man, he never stopped talking about the magic of radio. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. Listen, anyway, I got to yeah. go and do principal stuff. Sure, you 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 go ahead. Okay, up. you watch your fucking ass. <laughs> okay, no number four is from me. 
Sorry, I just came back from yeah. the room. I had to go do a number five. <laughs> Dear me. Oh, man. <laughs> Everything work out okay? I, well, is the sink all right? It is. Okay, good. So, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I talked to him. It's pretty firm. I think I, I might have hurt his feelings a little bit. I made, it, oh, I made him cry. Sorry about that. I made him cry. Hey, but... Dave, it's me, Phyllis Dillon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still alive. <laughs> Thank and I'm God. on the line. <laughs> Thank goodness. You Luckily, know... it's a phone, so you can't see my ugly face. <laughs> you know, Phyllis... Can I call, it's okay if I call you Phyllis. Call it? me Philly Dilly Manilly. <laughs> okay, Philly Dilly Manilly. Ah! <laughs> you know, you know what? Your your delivery really reminds me of Jack Benny. I never noticed that before. Really? Yes. <laughs> really. <laughs> I was wondering. Let me consider that, Phyllis. I'm considering it. In I, other words, I'm thinking. Ha! <laughs> 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 hey, Dave. I just came from the bathroom. Yes. I fixed it all. Oh, good. Good. I need to use it. Oh, okay, on. that's good. I feel a number eight coming on. <laughs> and that was our little sketch. <laughs> nice. Oh, uh, we, all good have, stuff. we all have a good time. Um, I got to read some mail. <laughs> okay. Is that cool? Sure, sure. Okay, we got two uh, two shows worth of mail because... Uh, we did we an did... early show last time. That's right. Uh, so we asked... Uh, we surprised everyone. Two weeks ago. That's true. What was something you enjoyed as a child that was rather sophisticated for your age? And okay. also, uh, what was a show that made it awkward for your family? Uh huh. Okay. And what was the what was the questions for this week? Oh, you're just going to do this one. I'm first. just going to do those, and then I'm going to go to the. Okay. This okay. One. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So, uh, oh, and also Louise is writing because uh, you meant we talked about Westworld, and yes. you said no sex robots. Uh huh. Okay. Well, let's see what Louise has to say. Yeah. Yes, the original Westworld movie had sex robots. If you watch it on a regular TV channel, they may have uh, cut uh, the scene with Richard Benjamin making out. Uh, with a naked brothel, a bot. Uh, for your in- oh okay. man, a sexy naked brothel. I think they're bot. called robots. Robots? Yeah. Well, robots before robots. Um, is that okay to say nowadays? Is robot? Is that a robot? Yeah, you thing? don't want to say about that. All right. FYI, uh, according to Measuring Wealth, they're not called sex worker bots. Uh, the one thousand dollars a day admission yeah. in 70, 1973 yeah. would be uh, five thousand six hundred and fifty dollars U.S. today. Or uh, in Canadian funds, yeah, seven thousand four hundred eighty-five dollars and nine cents. Too rich for my blood. How long? How long is the stay? That's one. That's one day. But how long do people normally stay? Is it your question? That's one day. A thousand dollars a day to that's stay there. That's correct. Yes. So this is a place for rich people. Yeah, or you save up. You save up. No, no, that's rich people. Well, you know, seven grand a day. Uh, in, in today's money, yes. You can't save up for that. Can't save up for seven thousand dollars a day. Well, it depends how many days you stay. It doesn't seem worth it. Well, you get robot sex. You can, you can, <laughs> that doesn't sound good at you all. Get robo robo sex. You can get you can have what sex can you all get? you want with robots. No, with regular people. Where are you getting these robots better. from? I don't care about the robots. I'm saying you, know you, you probably regular, could buy a couple of robots. You could have regular non robot sex with human no, beings. No, no, wait, 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 you sicken me. <laughs> okay. Too rich for my blood, uh, Louise I'm, says. I'm all about... I'm about be, uh, oh, wait. She's got a joke. i got to say the joke. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, Louise. <clears> don't <throat> want to step on it. Let me finish the joke. I don't want to step on your joke. Am. Am. It's Louise's joke. Too rich for my blood, which would be splattered all over the place <laughs> after the robots overrode their programming. Yeah. Which they always do. That's in caps. That's also, true. Dave makes great pies. I'd like to see him demonstrate his pastry method on the show. Oh, well, it's very simple, but I'll be glad to do that. Yeah, so uh, yeah, we did a we did a cooking uh, segment that's on YouTube that we should put a link to on. Uh, I'll, thing. I'll try to remember. I keep okay, forgetting. Right. I'll do it this. I'll do it this episode, and maybe we'll do one with Dave and some pies. Man, that'd be um, good. 
Get some good pies. Edward uh, Dragansky. Dragansky. Hi, Ed. Says, uh, much like David mentioned, I picked up on the Marx Brothers sometime in the fifth grade, too, mm. which wasn't a common thing for kids to be interested in. Uh, yeah, did- I mean, the Marx Brothers were a mix of sophisticated and dumb, and maybe that works sure. for kids. But I was really drawn to, like, the... That kind of wordy ele- Yeah, I was, were, Groucho was my so favorite right away. Three Stooges or oh, Laurel and Hardy. Oh, I couldn't Hardy. stand the yes. Three Stooges. Laurel and Hardy, I didn't like. I, I yeah, met later stuff. on. I met uh, them later. They did catch the uh, attention. Uh, sorry, this uh, did catch the attention a year later of my sixth grade teacher, who was also a Marx fan, oh, cool. and gave us both a common bond that I'll never forget. The next year, uh, when I had my first art class in both seventh and eighth grades, my teacher was an older woman who also thought it was fun and interesting to use the Marx Brothers as my subject matter for a few art projects. So it was in good company all the way back uh, to the beginning of my young Marxism. As for <laughs> Monty Python, they were, because we were talking about that, uh, they were broadcast on Sunday nights from our local public broadcasting channel, and Dallas was the very first market to feature Python in the States. That's true. I saw a documentary uh, a few years back about Monty Python, and of all people, Luke Wilson was interviewed for the documentary, not Owen. Uh, Luke <laughs> and Owen were raised in Dallas, and their father was the program manager during the early to mid-70s for our PBS channel. Their father was single-handedly instrumental in bringing Python to the Dallas market first, but only after getting the rest of the board to agree to it. He said he had to find the funniest material and show the board clips to get them to agree. He spent the entire weekend watching Python sketches to find out what worked best, it worked, and once Monty Python was uh, being broadcast in Dallas, the word got out, and all the larger markets followed like wildfire. And then uh, Owen Wilson went, wow. <laughs> good for them. That is good. Yeah. We had Monty Python a little earlier wow. than that, because the CBC showed it. Um, why am I doing fucking impressions for this whole thing? Wow. 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 <laughs> uh, and now Luke Wilson. Wow. That's what he would do. Um, <laughs> and now their cat. Uh, Laurel Robinson writes, Hi, David and Ian. Hi, Laurel. Hi, Laurel. I was nine years old when I bought my first Beatles album, Sgt. Pepper's, with my own money. It was from another older kid, uh, but I had to have it, and I uh, so I gladly gave up the dough. <laughs> I was an avid fan since I first heard uh, Meet the Beatles at age seven. When I look back, uh, it seems pretty young. It was. Seven was young. Even back then it was young. Uh, I still have that first purchase. And all the other records as well. Many of them the UK versions, but purchased in Brazil where I lived as a kid. Huh, nice. As for embarrassing stuff watched with parents, probably Monty Python. My sister and I loved the show, uh, but so did our stepdad. And we had one of those, uh, we had the one TV in the house problems. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. (laughs) Uh, Some of those sketches were kind of embarrassing for those of us in middle school to watch with him. Uh, But we absolutely couldn't miss the shows, right? Besides, he never seemed to notice our cringing uh, because he was too busy laughing at it all. Uh, he was a great fun man. Oh, that's cool. That's nice. Embarrassing shows that I I, I would watch. I would watch Monty Python with my grandparents. Mm. The embarrassing show would be when Bizarre came on. Okay, because it was a lot of uh, booby humor <laughs> would come on. But it was the version that wasn't on uh, Cinemax, uh, which was uh, where they actually show the nudity. Yeah, but, uh, they would just bleep bleep it out, bloop it. Yes, out. Yes, they would have it. Blurred out. Yeah. But, uh, oh boy. <laughs> still still a bit embarrassing. I have to think about that. I did have one that came to, to mind, and I, but I can't remember what it was now. Okay. I'm going to take a sip of water because I read a lot of others there. Mmm. That is good Canadian water. Or as we call in Canada, taking a waller. We don't call it that at no, all. No, that sounds more Australian. Yeah, that does. Yeah. I've been hanging around with Australians. Yep. 
and they're, they're swell. I can tell. Uh, last week, the question of the week was, uh, have you ever had to chase money down or had money unfairly taken from you? Mm. By the way, some of the money I was waiting for did come in, so that was good. Sub-question, good. T- tell us your reunion experiences, because Dave had gone to a reunion, uh, both good and bad. Let's see what people had to say. Louise! said hi louise i went to uh my, i'm not gonna say hi to her again we've already said hi to her I, I went to my 20th high school reunion when i heard it was uh, just a casual summer meetup on the patio of a sports bar no tickets to buy no dinner no dancing my twin brother was also in my grad class but he had moved to another province so i took my video camera with me and went around asking people to say hi to my brother and say uh say their name and what they were up to Having a goal of making a video made it uh, way easier for me to strike up a conversation. Plus, I was able to avoid the awkwardness of not remembering people's names. <laughs> and then she took that video, and I believe won a Gemini Award for it. Oh, very good. Yeah. Good for you, Louise. Ugh, she wins Gemini Awards like that. It's just so easy oh, for she, her. She's a twin. Yeah, that's true. I remember once asking her which one was the evil twin, and she realized that she was. Oh, really? Yeah, she just did the math one. Yeah, I'm the evil twin. Interesting. Like, good. It's good to know, you know, if you're the evil twin... I guess, but... It's just good to know. Louise is a incredibly nice person. Like, boy, her bro- But she's evil, though. Her brother must be, like, the greatest man on earth. Probably is. Yeah. I wish he'd write us. Sure do. <sighs> evil. Edward. <laughs> uh, again, Draganski again. Hi, Ed. Uh, I was a freelance designer for many years, and yes, it sucks having to badger <laughs> clients for money. Especially with real badgers. Yeah. Like everyone else, though, there are poor clients, and there are great clients... Who are a joy to work for. This is true. I worked for uh, one guy who owned two very successful hockey rinks. He always uh, paid me uh, right on the spot. And when I delivered the art to him, he paid me very well. Two hockey rinks. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. I once knew uh, of a guy who, uh, who uh, owned uh, two holes in the ground. Well, well. Um, <laughs> not good. Uh, he always worked. I was trying to think of a two hockey rink joke and I couldn't. I couldn't. Felt terrible. Uh, he he had he had worked for a crooked. Uh, sorry. Right. I, uh, so I worked for one guy who had two very successful hockey rinks. He always paid me right on the spot, and uh, when I delivered the art to him, and he paid very well. Yeah. Good. Didn't freeze you out. No, they drove the money up in a rinks truck. Nice. <laughs> there were no zamboners there. That uh, he had uh, worked for a crooked pharmaceutical company in New Jersey. Oh. And moved his uh, entire store to Dallas when the Minnesota North Stars hockey team uh, was reloco- relocated <laughs> to mini, Dallas. The Minnesota? As the Dallas Stars. Yes. Yes, right. We all remember that bad time. Dallas went through a hockey frenzy at the time. Yes. And uh, this guy rode the wave just at the right time and opened both an inline hockey facility as well as an ice hockey facility. I did cool. uh, all his art, logos, and branding at the time, and had a blast working for someone who deserved the success he was due. <laughs> it was a great experience working for his family. He did uh, so well that his two sons became agents for a few of the professional hockey players in Dallas. Nice. And the letter goes on to say, David's high school reunion story couldn't have hit any closer to home. My 35th high school reunion was just last month, and it spanned two nights. It was a two nights. It was actually a combined 1983 and 84 reunion, and I quietly passed on the whole damn thing. <laughs> Having been organized through Facebook, I could see exactly what was going. Uh, and even though they're a nice group, I could see exactly who was going. And even though they're a nice group, I really didn't have that much in common with that group. 
It was the same crowd that was at the 30th reunion, which I went to because a few of my friends had asked me to go, but not this time. <laughs> I was known as the class artist in high school, which made me popular by demand if you wanted uh, something drawn or designed. Translate that into what I do today, and like Ian was saying about having to explain what you do becomes so abstract that it's not even worth the effort, especially to a group that won't even get it so i passed <laughs> with that in mind simply because those guys remember me as eddie the artist who's a good drawer the, uh, the whole event cost 75 bucks a person was outdoors on the roof of a restaurant in 100 degree heat uh with an acdc tribute band which in of itself is a fucking deal breaker anyway <laughs> maybe the 40th and the letter that goes sounds on. pretty awful Something I remember about the Rod Serling Planet of the Apes was that the species of apes had much to do with the uh, designed, uh, designated class system in their community. The chimpanzees were the scientists and physicians due to the fact that they were the smartest and would then tear your face off when they got old enough. <laughs> the orangutans were yeah. the civil leaders and politicians because they had the ability to lead others. And the gorillas were the military and protectors of the ape population because of their size and strength. I have no idea how these three systems evolved into this for each species of ape. Maybe I, it was just a, a clever allegory for the film's story and nothing more. I still remember a scene, though, where the gorillas are smoking cigars, laughing, and taking photos of one another with their captured humans, like fishermen, using old-timey cameras on a tripod. Did uh, these apes really have the capabilities to create and develop photos in a darkroom? I guess I'm not supposed to think about that, but I still love all the original ape movies. Ape must not develop ape. Only take pictures of humans. Yeah. Nigel wrote us. Oh, hello, Nigel. My 10-year high school reunion was a weird experience. Before I started grade 11, my family moved from a small town up north to a small city on Vancouver Island. In grade 10, there were about uh, 25 people in class. In grade 11, there were about 100. For my grade 12, I'm, I'm doing this too dramatically, they combined the upper uh, years of two schools yeah, when you get to the exciting ending, into a really brand go. new high school. Oh. And now there were 300 people. I didn't really know how to meet new people, and I felt isolated and out of place. It was a rough time in my life. I'm sorry, Nigel. Uh, anyway, I went to the reunion. It was fine. At one point, some guy tried to bring up something embarrassing from high school, but I didn't remember what he was talking about, and I didn't particularly <laughs> care either. Yeah. I said hi and caught up with people. Uh, around midnight, I realized I'd spoken to everyone I wanted to talk to, and if I stuck around, I'd probably get drunk, so I took off. Ugh, money! I have no good money stories. But pulling questions from previous weeks. Oh, we're going, we're going back in time. Going back All in right, time. All right, here we go. <laughs> Something I enjoyed as a child uh, that I was uh, much too young for would probably be programming. We had a computer when I was a kid, and I learned how to program in BASIC, the huh. programming language, when I was eight or nine. I did too. Uh, run, da-da-da, go to, ba-da-da, end. Uh, uh, nothing particularly sophisticated. Just attempts at making text adventure games. I did this as well. In grade five, I think the teacher started teaching us algebra and math class, and it was just like the variables in basic, and made everything perfect. And everything made perfect sense to me. Uh, yeah, I, I I did that, and I'm trying to remember what the uh, oh, I'm trying to remember what the what the computer language was that was like hard that was a step up from that. But my dad was able to write in it, hmm. and to me, it was all just like crazy. But we buy these, and I don't want to. I do want to read. What the are the ones over there? Is there Basil? Is that one? Is that oh, one? I'm trying to remember what it was. 
think it begins with an L, but I'm probably wrong. But we would buy these uh, computer magazines and it would have these programs in it that were done in basic and you'd have to get them perfect. And then maybe Pac-Man would play or something. Okay. But like, oh, it was the most, it, I'm, I'm a bit OCD. And so I would get like sick from like, uh, you know, having to make them all right. And then you'd run it and something would be a little wrong and you'd have to go through all of it. And it would just, oh, it's just so, oh, yeah. such a headache. Anyway, I dressed as... doesn't sound fun at all. To continue, I dressed as an Arab for (laughs) Halloween one year by putting on, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this, but kufiya I'd bought in Tunisia, even though I knew it wasn't a great idea, but I didn't exactly understand why. At least I didn't make any dumb terrorism jokes. In retrospect, I should have said I was Lawrence of Arabia. Mm -hmm. And then, like, uh, just lie next to a motorcycle. Like, oh, that's a good Lawrence of Arabia. (laughs) Oh, and uh, those insects we were talking about, yes. the leather jackets, whatever, yeah, yeah. I call those long-legged insects daddy long legs. Cheers. Huh. That's where we are. Not cream flies. Okay. Nope. Not at all. Very no. fun and fun. Thank you so much for all your letters. Yes, we really everyone. Do Thank appreciate you appreciate writing them us. and so on. Here's a question I have as a question of the week. Okay. Is there, uh, is there anyone that you can do an impression of? Me? All my dumb impressions. Yeah, Dave. Ask if, uh, is anyone Dave can do an impression of? No, I'm saying like, <laughs> is there anyone that you are, you, our listeners, can do an impression of that you've had to do? Mm. Yeah. I was, uh, I did a play once for um, for local improv company and I had to learn how to do an impression of uh, a local, not news guy, but a human interest guy called Mike McArdle. Oh, yeah. And that was a little bit of a, an interesting, yeah. tricky challenge. For yeah, me. that is tricky. And he, he's, he's very much about... More about... It's kind of a sing-song. Yeah, his delivery is the thing. That's right. A man stops by and picks trash from the side of the road. Yeah, Yeah, that's the thing. And I don't really know how to do it now. I I could barely do it then. (laughs) But it was uh, was fun to do. I used to be able to do Elmo, the uh, Muppet Mm. Muppet character. Would you like to attempt? Okay, here we go. It's harder for me now. I'm just going to have a drink of water. Please uh, do. Do Elmo drinking a glass of water. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was Elmo drowning. Oh, dear. Okay, yeah. Hi, I'm Elmo. Hi, and my name is Elmo. Hey, Mr. Noodle. There you go. Very nice. It's not as good as it used to be. I used to be Mr. Noodle was played by uh, Bill Irwin. I know. You're a big fan of Bill Irwin. I know that, I'm a huge Bill Irwin fan. And boy, how did... Hi, Mr. Noodle. Oh, God, I love Bill Irwin so much. He was somebody... What about Elmo? Do you love Elmo? Not really. No, it's fine. Oh, Elmo says fuck off, Ian. Oh, wow. That's... Fuck you. Okay, fair enough. Well, that, that Elmo is a rude jerk. Get you out of here, what? Elmo. Something you got to remember about Elmo. And, yeah. and again, this is something you always got to remember. Yeah. Elmo's a monster. Never forget that. Never forget it. You know Never what they say. Once you're a monster. Mo Elmo. Mo Elmo problems. That's that's exactly what they say. Can you guys do an impression of Elmo? Uh, <laughs> Why? Can I not do it? No, it was fine. It was absolutely fine. It's okay. It's not as good. good. I used to, be, used to be a lot better. I could do my voice a little bit I, higher. Before I blew my voice out tonight, I, <laughs> I could probably do Kermit the Frog. But uh, that was one of the first ones I learned how to do. In yeah, fact, I was, and as I, a kid, I could I'm do that. I'm not the... 100% proud of, of what I'm about to tell you right okay, now. Okay, okay. Um, but uh, when I was in college. Oh, thank God. I thought it was a number seven. I needed the money. Yeah. And so I would do once a week competitive karaoke. Okay. And the thing that I would do for competitive karaoke yeah. would be singing Light My Fire as Kermit the Frog. Okay. And occasionally Come I would win $100. Hi-ho, Kermit the Frog here. There you go. You oh. know that I would, it would be untrue. You know that I would be a liar. You can get where this is going <laughs> to yeah. go. Yeah. Come on, baby, light my fire. There you go. I guess you can do a little bit of, hey, Bert, 
Yep. Get a bit of uh, a little lap. Here's the thing: if you can't do a Kermit the Frog, which is it's hard to do Kermit the Frog sometimes, but you can't. Uh, what you do is you do the Kermit the Frog voice. Yeah. It's not a good impression of Kermit the Frog, and then yeah. you do this. Hi, everybody. I'm Jim Henson. And you go like, oh, because Jim Henson sounds like Kermit, but, but he doesn't totally sound like Kermit. Yeah. yeah. Now you should do uh, my my gateway is always that kind of hi ho Kermit the Frog. Here. That's how you have yeah, to do it, his... and you can always end with hey, and, <laughs> and you're fine. Hey, froggy baby! There you go. See, as a kid, I really liked the Muppets, so I <clears throat> took time to... <laughs> <clears throat> People know we must be. I guess you can go from there to Miss Piggy. Yeah, you can. Oh, um, I don't... Surprisingly hard. Uh, Fozzie. No one can really do Fozzie. But, but same voice. Yeah, but very Interesting, hard. Interesting, but I don't I don't really know his... Uh, what would be like a thing that Fozzie would say? I guess uh, make a joke Waka like... Waka Waka? Yeah, I can't even think of his voice now. Yeah. yeah, any kind of corny joke. I know it's very hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of, yeah, I can't even think of like the the pattern for him. So no one does Gonzo either. Gonzo is more of a kind of a what is it like? It's I, very close. I, re- oh, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah it's very close to, to Yoda. You would yeah. start with Yoda and you would move your way, mm, up, even up though it's the, not yeah. the same uh, yeah, person yeah. who does it. It's Jerry something that does. Oh, the Jerry po- Jerry Orbach. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Jerry Orbach from uh, Law and Order. Law and Order. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. It is. Um, he did. He did play the character as a Gonzo in the show. Oh, we're giddy. This is what police, we have when we do a second Police a Officer second Gonzo. Show. Exactly. Do you have So a, Gonzo uh, was named after uh Andreas Thompson. Yes. That's interesting, right? So Yeah, it's kind of funny, like the weird kind of uh cult, like kind of um what would you call it those days? The countercultural references in that show, like the mad bomber character Doctor Teeth. Harry? Harry, yeah. The mad, the um like even Doctor Teeth and Electric Mayhem, you know, this kind of very like like obvious, like stone-sounding band. Yeah, you know, with uh, yeah, it's just a, it's just sort of interesting. Like as a kid, of course, you didn't pick up on those sort of things. It's more for your parents to either fume about or laugh at, which their choice. It was uh, the Muppet Show came along at a good time where, for me at least, because uh, you came out of Sesame Street mm-hmm. and you liked those characters, but sure. like then you grew out of them. Yeah, but I was like, here's a show that you can enjoy that's not a baby show, mm. and it has all these guest stars that are like rock stars and they're sure. doing kind of. Some edgy jokes, like yeah. edgy-ish jokes. Yeah, and it fun. just feels like this is just a straight-out uh, show for you. It's mm-hmm. such a nice uh, nice little thing. It was great. Yeah, it was very well done. And no one would do it in the States, so he had to go to England. Yeah. I, want, it would be, uh, I, wonder, I wonder how many of the old sets they have. Still. I noticed there was writers who worked on Not the 9 O'Clock News who wrote for The Muppet Show. Oh, neat. Yeah, I yeah. mean, again, the thing about The Muppet Show was it didn't feel like anyone was slumming it there. It mm-hmm. felt like they were writing their A material. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. For oh, it. for yeah. sure, yeah. That's, that's pretty great. I think Hanson was very good at like kind of uh, marshalling the, the the troops, you know. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry things didn't work out at Saturday Night Live, and that the writers there were big snobs. At least that's what they it did feels that. Like. Yeah, they did that kind of like uh, pre dinosaur sort of thing with the characters, right? They're kind of like, like well, no one want. They weren't supposed to be doing their own writing. Like the Saturday Night Live writers were writing for them. Yeah, but I think like it was Michael Michael O'Donohue. O'Donohue. Who said uh, I'm not going to write for fucking felt, <laughs> and and so the cool writers yeah, yeah. write for it. Yeah. So it was like you know they were like these are nerdy puppet folks. We're going to write our uh, edgy shit, mm. and you know they gave them gave them gave them the guff. And uh, I'm glad that they went off, and they all did uh, seem, seemingly do pretty well. I, I don't th- I don't think there's a single humor writer that's more stuck in his time than Michael O'Donohue. Sure, you know like I have I have friends who are older than me who admire him greatly. Mm-hmm. But it really leaves me cold. It's so it's so you know just sort of stuck in 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 yeah. its own 
You know, it's like an amber. It's sort of stuck in its time. He wrote, it was, it was he wrote the movie Scrooge. I'm not a fan of that movie at all. Yes, uh, some bits. Uh, if, <laughs> I mean, his stuff, I think, did help define Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it needed to be He's, there. But then we came into it like, you know, uh, later, a little bit later and went like, yeah, it's already there. So it's not something you appreciate because you didn't see the transition. Yeah, I guess. But you're like, yeah, okay. It was a he necessary was, step. He was a, a National Lampoon guy that moved from there to Saturday Night Live. And they, and they got like a meanness to them that I don't think holds up too well yeah. now. Yeah. But it was like, yeah, you had to, you know, you had to have that rebellion to get to where you are. I guess so, yeah. There's some things that he wrote that are pretty vile. Although he did write one of my favorite things, uh, which is the the Winston Churchill one where it's like uh, taking the the popular things that, like some of the stories that he said, you know, like uh, Winston Churchill was approached by a woman at a party and said, sir, you're drunk. And, and he responded, why don't you fuck off, you old bag? <laughs> like, everyone's yeah. like that, you know? There so you instead of there being the witty retort that he actually made, yeah. it was this like complete, uh, you know, and I remember reading that in a in a bookstore. I was just waiting for my mom to do some shopping or whatever. So I was just at, at the WH Smith, or as I like to call it in those days, the Woo Smith. And uh, I was just reading a National Lampoon book, just standing there and... Uh, and yes, it was it was quite gut bustingly funny. So I guess I shouldn't say that he wasn't funny because actually that was a killer one. And, and someone being a good comedian for their era and mm. not—it's nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah, no, yeah. no. I mean that just means you were good then. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. That was when it was. There. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I remember um, buying. A, I think it was a Harvard Lampoon, not National Lampoon, but Harvard Lampoon's Board of the Rings, their parody of Lord of the Rings. Okay, which I thought was pretty good. In fact, I. I tried. I tried to to adapt it into a screenplay one time as a as a, when I was in mm. junior high because I liked it so much. But I remember lending it to a friend who was like a big fan of Lord of the Rings, and he really wanted to read it. He's like, "Oh, that, I said, I've heard about it, but I never read it." And I lent it to him, and he brought it back, and I was like, "Well, what do you think about it?" And he just held it out to me and just slowly shook his head. <laughs> like, this is like giving him a parody of the Bible or something. And yeah. here you go. You're a Christian. Enjoy this. <laughs> Isn't that funny? No, not funny at all, Dave. Ball hog, not funny. It's a Balrog. You know that creature has. <laughs> I don't know the history of the Balrog, but you know what I mean. Just had that feeling of somebody who's just like so upset that someone would make fun of this Aww. this beautiful work of art, the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And Lord of the Rings, it's good, but it's no Lord of the Rings. <laughs> That's true. It's weird to me that uh, there's a number of people that their first exposure to Star Wars was uh, Spaceballs. Yeah, yeah, that's a similar similar thing as well. It's like it's that weird cultural thing where it's about availability yeah and you know and star wars was just not available i definitely saw young frankenstein before i saw frankenstein mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. know when i saw frankenstein sure. it's like oh now i get it yeah yeah okay that makes i can it. see all the right. references that all makes sense i got some of them because there were episodes of that's hollywood that's hollywood that had a uh, featured was that your impression of tom boss that's my impression of tom <laughs> that's hollywood With but tom boss <laughs> but uh they, were, they would have Richie, L- go fuck yourself <laughs> I'm written by Michael O'Donoghue. <laughs> the um, they would play parts of the Frankenstein film, so you could. So when I saw the young Frankenstein, I was like, "Oh, okay, I know, I recognize that from that that little excerpt I saw on that's Hollywood." Yes, um, you know what you were talking about your plays. You were talking about your your uh, school sure was. school transcript. Let's talk more about my plays. Let's talk more about Let's your... talk about my uh, wonderful plays. Yeah. Yes. My days as an actor. Your days as an actor. Reading the boards. Well, well, you know, your turn as Phyllis Diller in Our Wilderness is well known. That's right. (laughs) No, I'm looking at my comic book here. 
But you found like I don't know why you had four or five rounders sitting around, but that's that's okay. I thought they'd be worth something someday. <laughs> well, disappointment. I think I think we had a couple because we brought them to uh, the Alternative Press Expo, and so I probably ended up with uh, oh okay. some. Okay. Here. I, sta- when, when I stapled the them. Bell of the ball. I stapled them in the hotel room the night before the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Using just found objects because you had no staples. I haven't looked at this in a while. And I got to say, there's something neurotic about this cover and the art inside. You can really see that someone was nervous about their art and needed to hide it. Oh, pretty sticky too. Yeah, it's pretty sticky. Someone was, someone was enjoying <laughs> this. I'm glad you like it we so much. We were young people, and uh, you know what, what have you. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I think it's a really, uh, really good, uh, fun comic. I, I hope one day you scan it and put it online. I guess I should do that. It's kind of embarrassing. Yeah, but so what? <laughs> There's some good art in it. Yep. Mm. It's okay to be uh, to be embarrassed. There's some bad art in it. Don't let embarrassment stop you from doing things. No, that's true. You shouldn't. Oh, my God. What happened to this page? <laughs> Let's go past that. That mess. It's so, all fine. Someone really could not stop with the, with the cross-hatching. It's funny when you choose a, when you choose a style and then you got to stick with it. Because you started it that way. Oh, you mean like the whole issue? Yeah. Yeah. Then I'm, I'm, there must have been a point where I was just like, fuck, why did I do this? I, I enjoyed a conversation you had once with Gerhard, the artist. Oh, yeah. About cross-hatching. Yeah. What did I say? Uh, you guys were just both complaining about it. Oh, okay. Like, oh, cross-hatching. And like, yeah, I know. And like, oh, why did I start that? I don't know. Oh, why did I do that? I don't know. And you were both like just complaining about the bad choices you made that like made your hands hurt. Yeah. And I went like, oh, this is a nice bonding thing between you guys. It was uh, very sweet. It's partly lack of confidence. And then it's partly... I want you. I wanted like some sort of differentiation in, in sure. front and back, and but I think I just got a little carried away. Like I just couldn't stop myself. So it's you know you um hmm, a little photocopying going on here. Oh, that's, that's a good picture. Yeah, it's not terrible. It's not great. I give it a three out of ten. <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> Nonsense. Very good. Uh, I remember uh, very much the people at uh, Alternative Press Expo being very impressed with that, including a young Ed Brubaker. Huh. Who would go on to create the Winter Soldier? Good for him. Yep. Based on a character that I had in Rounders. Oh, no. what was your character? No, I'm just the Winnipeg Soldier. <laughs> the Winnipeg Soldier. That's right. No, uh, yeah. I remember someone saying to me, and I think he was absolutely right. It was a young young kid who really liked Rounders, mm-hmm. and he said he told me it was slightly. It was it. He said basically. I'll paraphrase. He said it went down in his estimation when he realized it was going to be the only issue. He said it seemed better than it was when it was. When it was going to be followed by another issue, okay, but by it by me never producing another issue of it, it actually made it not as good a story, and I thought that was interesting. Well, uh, there was another issue, and that was like in We're So Jar. There was another story from Rounders that was in that one, right? No, yeah, We're So Jar. I think so. It was like something. It was like either We're So Jar. No, or you something. put you published uh, oh, the little short in, story in I. In I, that was what it was. Yeah, You're correct. Yeah. But it's okay. also in the rounders. Is it? Yeah, it's at the back. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Because actually, that story references stuff in the main story in the oh, comic. Oh, okay, then. Even though I wrote, drew it before well, I drew the main Well, it's not too part. late to keep this going. <laughs> it's too late. No, it isn't. It's too late, did your baby. Ha- did your hands fall off? It's just too late. No, I think we uh, kickstart this motherfucker. I'm sorry, like... but there's no point drawing it. Okay, fine. It's a lot. Uh, we should do some sort of contest for like one of these. We should do some contest, and okay. someone gets one of these. Okay. So how about that? That's your. That's the. That's, uh, so the first question is, 
uh, what's an impression that you uh, that you can do? Yeah. And the second question has to be something that you pick, then we'll maybe give one of these away. Oh, well, we'll think about it. We'll do the next episode. We'll do it give next me time. Episode. Give me time. I can't just... I can't come up with that thing like that. Okay. We'll, we'll have it as the booby prize. Okay. Fair enough. You get punished by getting rounders. All right. The second one then is, what is some regional slang from uh, your neck of the woods? Oh, I would love to hear that. That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, regional slang. Yeah, what's uh, give, give us something like uh, like the bunny hug or what have you. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't think we Hall really famous. I don't really think we have regional slang here, do we? In British Columbia? Yeah. Uh, not that I'm uh, aware of, but yeah. uh, I'd have to look it up. I have to ask around. I have to I check guess, it out. I guess Skookum would count. Sure. Okay. That's something that's regional. That's not. Yeah, that's, here that's true. Yeah, world, I'll give you that. Know. Calling the ocean the chuck, the salt chuck. But I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know too much else that's uh, like a regional okay. slangy so thing So please here. tell some uh, regional slang. So. We, we really don't have like a, a f- I mean, we have salmon, but we don't really have like a like a regional, like we don't have like a poutine here, you know? Well, like in Vancouver, you mean in British Columbia? I mean, we don't have our own poutine. No, but we got uh, Nanaimo bars. Oh yeah, Nanaimo bars. Okay. That's a good one. Thank you. You're very welcome. Uh, folks, why don't you let us know those things? Yeah. Uh, an impression that you can do? uh and uh, and or uh some regional slang <laughs> and it doesn't have to be where you live in now it could be somewhere where you grew up or what have you would just like to like to hear some of that and how do you get it to us well i'll tell you it's just this simple go to sneakydragon.com find the episode that this is and underneath there's a message board space it's just it could not be easier follow louise she'll be there and we appreciate her <laughs> yes. even though she's the evil twin i'm uh, sorry she, for outing she, you as the evil twin on our so. show you if Wait, were... would the evil twin say the truth? Oh, this is tough now. Yeah, that's the thing. Huh. Hmm. Okay, we got to think about that. Anyway, go okay. there and uh, leave us a message. That'd be great. Or go to our email, which is uh, sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. Uh, sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. Uh, you can just write us email style. You know, also on the website, there's a, uh, a little menu for contacts, and you can find all our contact information there. So if you didn't hear the email address, you can find it there. There you are. There you go and there you be. Uh, or go to um, uh, Twitter, which is sneaky underscore dragon. Or go to sneakydragon.tumblr.com. All of all of these things are, you know, this is just good. It's good to, and then you do, or see us in person and go like, hey, what's up? And just tell it to us. <laughs> and then we'll forget it sure. and whatnot. Or go just go to our website and you'll find access to our other podcasts, including a new one we're doing uh, called Fansplainers. Uh, where we do deep dives on movies. we got a new one coming up. Uh, let me just say it's a bit of a dark film. There, that's all I'm going to say. Dark film. Oh, darts. But darts. C- but no, cigarettes. No, no. That's right. Uh, also, I think like um, it was like a type of food was like darts as well. And I'm trying to remember like it was a macaroni or something. I don't remember that. Anyway, uh, I'm, st- I'm plugging our podcast. So uh, <laughs> Fansplainers, that's one. Fansplainers? Or there's the Sneaky Dragon Listening Party, which is new episodes uh, every two weeks. Every with, two weeks, uh, David and his uh, coming on the bye week. His uh, uh, darling daughter Mary. Yes, uh, we had a show come out just on Thursday, everyone, and uh, it was our twenty fifth episode. So that's pretty oh, good. Uh, congratulations! Thank you. Yeah, we're just we're continuing along in a in a uh, straightforward manner. <laughs> Excellent. We're not going backwards. We've we've gone from twenty four to twenty five. So it's pretty good. Very nice. Uh, you can also do uh, listen to past episodes of Completely Beatles and Totally Tintin and uh, Full Marks, which we, we go over each uh, Beatles uh, yeah. album, song by song, each uh, Tintin uh, story, uh, story by story. 
page uh, by page. Page by page. And uh, Marx Brothers, uh, brother by brother. Yeah. And that's not how it goes at all. <laughs> and if you feel like... Frame by frame. Look, I, I don't want to make this awkward, but if you feel like throwing us a couple of bucks, which some of you have been doing, and let's just say thank you for you, uh, we got a Patreon. Uh, uh, and if you go to our website, click on that, it will uh, lead you to a place where you can, uh, you know, yeah. you don't have to. It's free. It's all free. But this is a bunch of content that's on there that you can access whenever you want. And, uh, you know, it's my save that. But don't put ads on here. You know, you go to movies and you got to watch like, what, nine car ads before you get to yeah. see your, uh, you know, your uh, freaks. Before you, get to, before you get to the trailers. That's right. Before you get to the trailers. Yeah. And then by that point, you go like, I got to pee again. <laughs> We're not going to put you through that. Uh, and how we do it is Patreon. So, hey. There you go. Or, again, if you see us in person, take a handful of loonies and just shove them in our pants. Just just do it. Just come up and just put your hands down our pants yeah. and leave money in there. And we're, we're cool with that. Uh, okay. We're giving you consent. Are, are you giving consent, Dave? People, money in your pants? Money. It's money in your pants. Mm. Dave's got to think a week about it. Yeah. Dave will have. think for about a week about it. He'll come back with an impression. He'll come back with a question. <laughs> I'll come back with him. And we'll see even if he's wearing pants. Tiptoe through the tulips. Yep. Oh. It's very tiny, Tim. Oh, I thought that was your droopy dog. <laughs> no, it's not terrible droopy, droopy dog. dog. It was terrible droopy dog. You're right. So I used to be able to do... Can I do a cartoon character? I think I used to be able to do the wolf from the droopy cartoons. Oh. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be droopy and we'll I, do a, It's been a while. A I can't do it anymore. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we certainly Boy, won't. I really wish that that wolf would show up. <laughs> oh, my. He's not coming. Hey, I don't even hey, know I, what it the was wolf anymore. here. I'm going to go oh. knock on his door. <laughs> hey, Mr. Wolf, it's me, Ruby the dog. Are you happy today? <laughs> not doing Are it. you not going to come that out, was Mr. That, that wolf? That was Stan Freeberg who did that, Wolf, you know. He, that doesn't surprise me. Let me give me a week on this one too. Give me a <laughs> I week. Have said this anything. is all pretty weak. <laughs> it is pretty weak. I cannot oh, do anywhere. Boy. Honestly, I can't. I can't I even remember how it was. I'm more depressed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Wolf. Okay, I'll do Marvin the Martian instead. Okay, that's fine. You have made me very, very angry. Goodbye. See you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>